Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Jill Lowry, and I'm pleased to have you here today. I'm so thankful for you, and thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Today, I brought in a special guest who's going to share her heart and her story about how she has taken something that's happened to her in her life, a storm, and she has turned it into a blessing. She is helping so many people and encouraging others through something that has happened to her in her life. And we just want to share, we want to encourage you that if you're going through something, there's always hope. Just set your hope on Jesus Christ and He will bring you through it. So before we get started and I introduce our special guest, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and He will bring the Bible to life for you. I'll lead us in a word of prayer and we will open up and get started today. Dear Heavenly Father, I love you so much and thank you for this opportunity to share. Lord, we just pray for those who are listening that need comfort. Maybe they're suffering or just had some hard times that have come upon them. Lord, just help them. Help them to hear something today that would encourage them on their journey and let them know that you never leave them. You never forsake them. You are always there. So Lord, help us today to share what we can to help and just to minister those who might need you this morning. And we thank you for Sue, who has this special story, and thank you for what you've done in her life and her family's life. And we just praise you for all the blessings that you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as we continue talking about our stories and how our stories can bring God glory. And we each have a story and our stories can be powerful. And we might not think that our story can make a difference in someone's life, but don't ever think that because your story could really help someone else on their journey. So today I brought in a special guest, a friend, Sue Barker, and she has a special story that she's going to share. In fact, her life is so full right now. We were just talking before the interview and she's sharing with me all the things she's involved in. And and so she's just full of joy. And so we're going to ask her why. So good morning, Sue. How are you, Jill? Great. How are you? (laughs) Good. It's so good to see you this morning. And how have you been? I've been great. Good. Okay. Well, I understand that you have had some opportunities to go around and share a special book with people all around this community and beyond. So tell us a little bit about this book. Okay, well, Jill, I, I don't exactly where to start, but uh, we lost our son uh, back in 2017. And um, that time, uh, we had a service here at the church, mm-hmm. and then everyone came out to the ranch, and we had a party out there, a lot of Cole's friends. Mm-hmm. He was 35. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, his teacher came, and she brought this book with her, and she said, Sue, I want you to have this book. She said, this is a book that Cole wrote when he was 10 years old in my fifth grade class. Well, I'd never seen the book. I didn't know anything about the book. I 
I'm sure I went to parents' night, but I don't remember yeah, it. And Ronnie doesn't either. But, we, you know, we were working, raising kids and exactly. all of that. So she said, I want you to have the book back. It was a classroom assignment. The assignment was to write and illustrate a book. And she said, I like to never got Cole on board with this project, but I finally did. And I've kept this book for 25 years because I've used it as a model uh, for other little boys that don't think they can write a book. And I, I project the pages up on the board, and we talk about the format, and it has just been one of my teaching tools. But I want you to have the book back. So I was really happy to see the book, and it, it looked exactly like something Cole would have done. Uh-huh. But she said the funny part was that she had so much trouble getting him to write it. He wanted to illustrate it, but, you know, in his mind at 10 years old, I guess he thought he was going to have to write War and Peace because <laughs> he did not <laughs> he did not want to do book, it. you know. So anyway, she said, well, Cole, he didn't know anything to write about. She said, well, write about something you've done. So the fathers, sweet daddies, had let their little boys go on a hog hunt (laughs) with them. And we have a picture of it. It's so great. But there were several of the dads and the little boys that got to go, and Cole got to go on that hog hunt. And she, he, so he said, well, Miss Lawrence, I've been on a hog hunt. And I'm sure she was like, oh, my gosh. Well, (laughs) Well, tell me about that. So she said, well, write something about that. So that's where the main character comes from. Okay. And And the book is entitled? The book is entitled The Boar Named Bob. Oh. And the book is dedicated to Mr. Bob Kearney over in Saltillo, Texas. And he is still living. And he is the king of the hog hunters. And he is the one that really came up with the idea. He had two sons on that particular day to ride. And um, anyway, so that is where uh, the the idea came from, and he dedicated this book to Bob. So the main character is actually named Bob. How sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, so this was a book that all the students went to write in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I remember my children did that as well. And that was a really important learning lesson. So he authored the book. But what you have done is you took that book that he wrote and tell us. It's just been amazing what's happened with this little book that he wrote. It really has. Um, So Jeannie Lawrence, the teacher, she brought me the book out to the ranch. And then it was just kind of around the house for a while. And one day I was over in Dallas and I went by a children's bookstore and I was looking at all the beautiful books um, in the window. And I went in Mm -hmm. and talking to a gentleman and I t- asked him, I said, you know, I've always wanted to write a book. How would I get started? And then I told him the story mm-hmm. about, that I've just told you about Cole's book. And he said, well, lady, you don't need to write a book. <laughs> you just go with the one you've got. It's already illustrated. So I, uh, I started working with a publisher over there, and um, they wanted it. And they did publish it in 2018. And they did correct a little of the spelling here and there. But anyway. <laughs> It, it is his work and his artwork. So then I had these books, and I thought, well, now exactly what am I doing with these books? Mm-hmm. So when the, we lost Cole, uh, his buddies went together and put money together for a scholarship in his memory. 
So I thought, well, you know, if we could sell these little books and, I don't know, get some donations, we'd be able to keep that scholarship fund going. And maybe we can, you know, be able to award one a year or something. Mm -hmm. So that's what we started doing. And um, the first year we awarded just one. But how we've grown, uh, this will be our sixth year, I guess, to, to actually work on the scholarship program. We have awarded 13 scholarships. Uh, a fifteen hundred dollars each for a total of twenty thousand scholars dollars. Oh, that is wonderful! Yeah. What a blessing! Oh, absolutely! And what it has kept me in touch with the kids, mm-hmm. the school kids, and uh, we have just really enjoyed this. And last year we awarded four. We started out one, and then a few years we did mm-hmm. two, and now we're up to four a year. Are these high school seniors? These are high school seniors. Mm -hmm. And at first, we only awarded to Mount Vernon. But now the application is online on the website, and anyone can apply. So last year, we sent two to Mount Vernon, and we sent one out to Weatherford, Texas, and one over to Rivercrest. Oh, wonderful. So we have a whole review committee, and it's on a point system. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we really have put some thought into this, how to handle this. What is the website if someone wanted to apply? And is there a deadline? Yes, coming okay. up soon. Well, our it will open on March the first, and then the deadline is April fifteenth. Okay, like tax day. Okay, perfect. So, and the, what's the website? Okay, the website is boar b o a r named bob dot com. Bornamedbob.com. Yes. On that website, do you, can you read more about the book yes. and the, the background? Yes. And, and one fun thing, you can go on there, Jill, and read about all of our winners, where they are today. We track these kids and keep up with them. So you can go all the way back to Raylynn Reagan, our very first uh-huh. winner, up through last year where we had four. But there are all the information about the scholarship mm-hmm. winners, and there's also lesson plans and... Uh, we have we've been selling these in the districts this year too this past year mm-hmm. starting out again but we have it aligned with teeks the uh, teaching standards of texas so there's uh lesson plans on there for the teachers and there's all kinds of thing information on there about our project oh this is amazing so just <laughs> think if Jeannie lawrence wouldn't have encouraged cole no. to write that book and brought that book to you. Mm-hmm. I bet that just seeing that book, I can't even imagine how you felt. A friend, you know what Jeannie was doing was comforting you. Yes, she was. She was comforting mm-hmm. you. You yes, know, Jeannie has lost people in her mm-hmm. life yeah. and her husband. And, I, you know, she knows what it means to comfort mm-hmm. friends. Oh, I think that's so important because when all this happened to me, uh, you know, you really find out who your friends are, mm-hmm. and then you find out friends that you don't even know. Yes. And somewhere, Jill, I have a box, and I haven't been into it for a while, but yes. it was all my cards and things that I received from mm-hmm. friends and just people from mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. And somewhere, I, someone, and I've got to find out who it is, wrote me, do things to honor him. Mm-hmm. Now, it, that's pretty. And that is exactly what you're, what you're doing. This does honor oh, him it and his life. Him. Yes. And it honors God. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, I think so too. Because God wants us to take something that, you know, might be a heartache that mm-hmm. you've experienced something, a loss, and turn it into a blessing. Think how many people have been blessed by just picking this book up and reading his, even his story. And then the story about Bob. <laughs> right. I want to talk uh-huh. about that. The story mm-hmm. about Bob. Tell us a little bit. It's a boy named Bob. Doesn't there's a 
good story in here. Well, he even there, came up with a good story. Well, he did. It it was a good story. Uh, he talked about uh, the. I loved it where he talked about the nature because he was very much a nature kid. He was always uh-huh. outside Sorry. and going on adventures and that kind of thing. So it starts out that uh, Bob is out in the creek bed, you know, and getting dirty and cool in the mud and all this, and then he meets the little frog, Freddie. And in the book, the frog looks so funny. It looks like he's flying. Uh And we have decided that that is a tree frog because Cole had tree frogs that lived outside his bedroom window here on Main Street. Okay. And they, you know, they're those little Uh green ones that stick Stick. to the windows. And that's Uh why he looks like he's flying and all these pictures. But anyway, they go on a little adventure and make friends and they see a deer. Mm -hmm. But the the artwork, you'll enjoy the artwork Mm -hmm. for sure. It's great about the Creek and the trees, that kind of thing. So anyway, they go on a, uh, they cross the creek to see what's on the other side. Well, when they get over there, he smells the corn, and of course, it's in the trap. And mm. next thing you know, poor old Bob is <laughs> he's in the trap after that corn, and the door shuts. But he can't reach the latch, and there, little Freddie can jump up and reach the latch and save the day. Oh, so he yay. jumps up, yes, and saves the day, and he gets out and. They they go home, and um, anyway, it, it's kind of one of the, you know, the little guy's important, and he can uh-huh. help help the big guy, and it's a good story. Oh, well, I love that, and, and how special that was, and it still is, and I mean, is it just surreal just to think what God is doing through this book? Oh, yes. I mean, just... Well, the hard thing is does, surreal to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it'll be seven years that yeah. we lost him. Yeah, and I'm so and, sorry uh, about Well, that. he was just a best kid of course Mm -hmm. but one thing I wanted to talk about today and I I read this somewhere that um, you know my love for Cole is and was just vast I don't know any word word to say just like you love your children Mm -hmm. but it said if you can take that love that you had for this child that's no longer here physically and put that love into other things to help people be it kids or Mm -hmm. the elderly or or, you know, anything mm-hmm. and uh, that you can give that love to someone else. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's what I've tried to do. Is that, And like I said, it didn't just, I didn't think it all out. It, it just mm-hmm. it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. But I know when you talked to me about, uh, you know, my life, and I was thinking back that uh, I did. I grew up here in this church, and um, Mother and Daddy and Sue, Larry, and Linda, we all came to church here, and uh, uh, I've been able to pull back some of those memories of, of things that we did in our little Sunday school classes and GA groups, and my sweet friend Catherine Robertson, Mary Carolyn's mom, was our leader, and, and I've got this group of kids that come out to the ranch and they ride horses and they do all kinds of projects and they have helped me with fundraising and who wouldn't buy a little book from those darling kids right, you know right. <laughs> who could turn that, that down but it's teaching them to mm-hmm. give back to and they know the purpose and we talk about the purpose and when we mm-hmm. have the scholarship banquet I don't go up there and present the scholarships I have my sidekicks go up and they talk about it and present mm-hmm. the scholarship so I'm hoping that's teaching them to you know, to give back and, and mm-hmm. be aware, it, it yeah. is, and that's mm-hmm. good that you do that. I like that you have them helping. And oh yes, with oh I've you. got to have my kids. Yes, 
Yes, yeah. you definitely yeah. do. Well, literacy has been something you've been involved in, um, you know, in your life. You love to help people read. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your background when you worked at the college, the college. in Mount Pleasant. Well, I go back, Jill, to even when I was in, in college myself and... Uh, I kind of wanted to go into social work, but I, I didn't. I got a teaching certificate, but I had this idea that I wanted to go out to like Arizona or New Mexico and work with the Native American children. So that that never did happen. But then when I, I taught school for a while in Winfield, first and second graders, and then I stopped for just a little while, and uh, the college had contacted me. They had a, a grant, a federal mm-hmm. grant to. Uh, set up some literacy programs here in the public libraries in this whole Northeast Texas area. So they hired me to do that job. And and I loved it. I worked with a lot of volunteers. And I learned so much myself because the illiteracy rate, was it's very strong and is still high here mm-hmm. where we live because we do. We have so many immigrants that come in. And when I first started, we had a big Dutch population here, too. So we did a lot of English as a second language work. And one day I thought, well, you kind of ended up doing what you wanted to do back when you were a senior mm-hmm. in college. You know, it's just a little different twist on yes. it. But, uh, yes, literacy, we have we mm-hmm. had so much fun. Mm-hmm. We had wonderful grants called Family Literacy. They were my favorites, Anna, where you could teach the parents the reading skills they needed to use with their children when they read a book, you know, just, oh, okay. instead of just like reading it and put it down, then you ask the questions mm-hmm. and the uh, what do you think is going to happen next in the story and these kinds of things. So those were probably my favorite grants that we worked with. But uh, Barbara Bush was at her height then. Yes, and we got to yeah. meet her I was at a conference. Yes, uh-huh. we've met Barbara. We had a Laura Bush grant and we got to meet Laura. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I had a great work uh, time period mm-hmm. of time there. Mm-hmm. So well, that sounds wonderful. And then now you're kind of doing the same thing, yeah, but you just you're mm-hmm. you know taking your own book that your your son wrote, and mm-hmm. you're helping a lot of people. Right. It's just it's just really wonderful with what well, you're doing. Well, it it I feel good about it, and uh-huh. I I just love the kids. And mm-hmm. if I ever get blue, I just get on the phone till I get a kid to come out there and help me do something. Yes. and oh, I, I really enjoy my my children, but uh, as far as these accomplishments that we have worked on, mm-hmm. I told you about the books. We At this point, now this was last year, we mm-hmm. had distributed 2,080 books, and they're in all states, all 50 states. Wonderful. One book in all 50 states oh, wow. and 32 countries. Uh-huh. And anyone out there that's traveling, you need to get a, bo- a boy named Bob and take it with you and leave it. Uh, somewhere, uh-huh. if you're going to France, well, then find a school or find a, a little child that needs a book and get a picture, and we put it on our website. That's another oh, thing you can see. Okay. He's in 32 countries. Oh, I Isn't like that. that. That's a great Yeah, great it is. Program. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. And then we are a 501c3. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have made that status, and I told you about it's aligned with the uh, educational skills in uh, the, the schools. And... Um, we have the, our biggest thing is getting these books into the hands of the kids in school, mm-hmm. and we just did a. Uh, we have a little uh, 
it's an activity book now that oh, goes along okay. with the uh, book. Oh, I haven't seen that. Lately. And it's it's uh, my friend that worked at the college with me, Dr. Kim Walmack, did this for me. And it's oh, it's, it's coloring pages, book. but it also has activities where you do word search and that kind of thing. And my mm-hmm. sister, Linda Billings, just donated a classroom set for one of her granddaughters in pre-K. And it was oh. so cool. She had the older granddaughter come down and read to the pre-K children in her class. I think she read to the whole pre-K. But anyway, she had bought enough a classroom set of 20 books for the kids. And then they all got to take their book home because, I mean, you'd be surprised how many children do not have their own collection of books at home. Yeah. Or they don't grow up with their parents right. reading, that right. kind of thing. Yeah, and children aren't reading like they no, used to. But it not. needs to be taught. They need mm-hmm. to have their books yes. at home and be read to. Right. I like this first page. I guess it's the uh, it's the a boy named Bob Western Bob. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> does this remind you of Cole? Oh, it does. The little yes. Western. He was always a cowboy, and he he mm-hmm. loved the out of doors. He loved living in Colorado. He had graduated from Baylor with a business degree, and he came home. He worked at home one fall for a little while. He loved equipment. And he mm-hmm. worked down for Bo McKellar at the lake. It was when they had one of those droughts, and they uh-huh. did a lot of dredging oh, out, okay. and he dug dirt and hauled dirt, and uh-huh. he, he loved equipment. He grew up with equipment, Ronnie always had equipment. And then he went to uh, to Colorado, and he uh, was invited to live at our friends, Dane and Debbie Owens' cabin. Okay. And he could live there free of charge if he would just keep the cabin up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he was MacGyver. He could fix anything. If yeah. the dishwasher went out, he'd figure it out. So he would he lived there, and then he went to work for the ski people right away. Which, where in It Colorado? was at Loveland. Loveland. When you mm-hmm. go out on 70, Georgetown mm-hmm. is on that. Interstate 70, and one of the very first ski places is Loveland. That's where I learned to ski. Is it really? Well, Uh and do you know that's owned by a uh, couple from Texas? I did not know Their name's Upham, and they live out in Mineral Wells. Um, And the funny thing about that, our Weatherford winner last year on our scholarship, Mm -hmm. I could not go to Weatherford. I was traveling. So I called the gentleman that uh, owned Loveland Ski, he knew, of course, he knew Cole. Cole worked for uh-huh. him. If he would go over and present the winner, and he did. Oh, and it's on the special. website, too. It was just great. He said, well, I'd love to do this for Cole. So Aww. Mr. Upham and his wife both went and mm-hmm. got to meet our winner, and all that was really pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he, he lived there, and he started working for the ski company. And then, Jill, this one cute little thing before we get through. <laughs> yeah. He had called me one day at the college, and he said, Mother, um, you know, this, that, and the, oh, they were skiing at night and having mm-hmm, so much fun mm-hmm. and doing, he was, he was in charge of guest services. Okay. And then he drove this big uh, machine, a snowcat, I guess they call it, up to the Continental Divide. And he would take the skiers up there and drop them off. And so he was doing all these wonderful things. And I said, well, Colt, we are so proud of you, but Daddy and I think that you need to try to find a job with benefits. Mm-hmm. Well, he said to me, Mother, I've got a ski pass. I, I can <laughs> ski any mountain I want to. That's, and a, that's benefit. a benefit. Oh, I love it. Definitely. <laughs> We've laughed at that story. Aww. But uh, 
Anyway, he, he did end up going to work for an oil company up there, and he uh-huh. was a drilling fluid engineer. They sent him to Houston, and he got his credentials for that. And he worked for for uh, MI Swaco for a while. And But then uh, when we lost him, he had actually gone out on his own, and he had his own excavation company, and he had a big uh, track hoe and a... Uh, a big dump truck, and mm-hmm. you know that was a thing, Jill. I mm-hmm. never worried about his skiing. He'd been skiing with the church since he was yes. ten years old, and um, I was where that equipment would slide off the mountain. You right, know? right. But anyway, it happened, and it happened to us. And um, and it was mm-hmm. a skiing. Ac- it was a skiing okay. accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I know it's hard. Um, you know, when you think about that, but you will see him again. Oh, yes. In heaven, you know. I cannot wait. And Jill, even now, these things happen all the time. I just get these little glimpses mm-hmm. of him, be it nature or... Really? Oh, yes, it is just something. And also wow. his his best friend, Brian Crow. We talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. And even Jay Scott, his cousin, talks about it to me. But there will be things that happen that we just know, well, that was cold. Wow, that yeah. was cold. Yeah. And I don't know, I just enjoy that so much. I was yes. bringing the little sidekicks in last uh, Sunday to the ranch and... I'd never even seen one of these guys before, but when we came in, there was a big hawk out in the pasture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we rolled the window down, we were looking at it, and I don't know, he just kind of looked at us, and then he just flew off, and I thought, I think that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that just warm your oh, heart, it just does. knowing yes, you know, that? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and we've had other stories like that, too, but mm-hmm. I love it. If you just allow yourself to let that, that happen, yeah. it is a comfort, Yeah, because yes, I'll see him. Yeah. Can I just ask you when yes. you heard, you know, about it, mm-hmm. um, and that has to be so hard. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you get through something? Well, I, like you that? know, I look back on that, and I don't even know. I was just numb. Yeah. And the first words that came out of my mouth were, "We have to have coal." I just, yeah. I would like. How could yeah. we not have him? Yeah. And he, um, I don't know. And really, I look back on some of that and how we mm-hmm. got started. Um, of course, I would tell anyone, just try to get busy, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Of course, now I did retire because I was telling you that we lost Cole in March, and then in August we lost Mother. And after those two, mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, you know, I think I'm through. And I uh, yeah. uh, retired from the college, and then I was able to set my own schedule. And uh, But I do a lot of fun things. I've joined the community choir over uh-huh. in, in Sulphur Springs, and I love that. I always love to sing. And then I have my therapy dog, uh-huh. and I have had Trudy certified as a therapy dog. Oh, okay. And Trudy goes with me, and we go to uh, Wesley House over in Sulphur Springs, Josh Jordan's uh-huh. uh, place over there, and visit the residents. And we've been to Mount Pleasant Public Library. We've been to Winsboro and to Mount Vernon House. So... You know, I'm a part of that. And then really just the this keeps me busy. Yes, yes. Because uh, that's where we're going mm-hmm. now is just mm-hmm. raising more funds so yeah. we can award more scholarships. That's right. And you have a daughter who lives in Dallas and two grandchildren. That's right. So I know yes. you get to visit with them. And, yes. And, and Dr. Karen. Them. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Karen, well, uh, and she helps when she can. I was uh, traveling again when we had country fair. So I said, Karen Ann? You've just got to come home and, and do board name Bob. So she put on her cowboy hat Aww, and showed up on this Mount Vernon Square and ran our little booth up there. And uh, uh-huh. uh, she was, of course, 
very very close to Cole. They were mm-hmm. only three and a half years apart, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a, it's it's still tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to read a scripture okay. that helped me when I lost my mother. It's yes. from Second Corinthians chapter one. Okay. God of all comfort. Mm-hmm. For anyone that maybe has suffered loss, and I know that you said, you know, at that time in your life that there were those that comforted you. Mm. Oh, yes. And, of course, God who comforts us. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And then it ends here later in the section. It says, On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. And you must also help us by prayer, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. And I want to tell you that there were many people praying for you. Yes. And you and your family during this time, I remember it well. Um, and the, the funeral that... You know, when you honored Cole and his life was really quite amazing. Just all the people that showed up and, and spoke and were there to support. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And I know that you'll you'll never forget that. I won't. And read uh-uh. those letters. I kind of set the box yes, aside that right. I had for mm-hmm. my mother. And I looked through it one day. It just really blessed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my family, my goodness, what, what I, you just couldn't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. And my family and Ronnie and everyone just... Mm-hmm. In fact, I've told Yvonne, my sister-in-law, this mm-hmm. before, that when she came in the back door of my house, she looked at me and she said, Sue, I'll do anything. Aww, and she would have. Sweet. You know, yes. I, I just cherish those words. But my sister is a big part of Born Name Bob. She's traveled with me and sold books yes, and Linda. put on her cowboy hat. Yes, yes. Linda Ann So it's hats. all in the family. It's all in the family. And y'all and are having so much fun. Mm-hmm. And see, Cole yes. was someone that liked to have fun That's and right. liked to encourage mm-hmm. and laugh and you know, live life to the fullest. Yes. Yeah. And would you say that he did that while he was here? I would say he did. Yes, yes he did. Yes. And mm-hmm. you can just remember that. And when you see those reminders of him, yes. you know that God is comforting you. Oh, I believe That's that. God sending mm-hmm. things yes. and people to yes. you to comfort. Yes. And one thing I didn't ask you, mm-hmm. have people come to you who've had similar loss, maybe lost a child and said, I need help. I know you were talking about a friend mm-hmm. here, Bonnie McAllister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. You've been able to reach out to her. Well, and- of course, the minute I heard it, because uh, uh, Brian and Cole were classmates mm-hmm. and uh, neighbors across the neighborhood here. And uh, I, I, my heart just broke for her, and I have hopefully tried to help her some. And mm-hmm. uh, But anyone, goodness sakes, anyone out there that I could talk to or help in any way, I, w- I would be happy to do that. Yeah. Yes. Well, Sue, thank you so much for sharing. And again, if someone were interested in learning more about the book, tell mm-hmm. them the website again. Okay. It's Boar, B-O-A-R, namedbob.com. And also, uh, Jill, Boar Named Bob has his own Facebook and Instagram oh, page. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yes. he's, oh. He's, a, he's a very famous well, guy. Well, I have here. to follow him. Follow then. him because you can go in there and click on all of our activities and see uh-huh. what all we're doing. That's been a lot of fun. Oh, and, uh, wonderful. And also the school has just posted on the elementary website uh-huh. 
this week about the activity that we did with the pre-K up there. Oh, good. So good. Yeah. We'll have to read about yeah. that. Okay. Well, thank you again for coming today, and God bless you oh, and you. all that you're doing well, to you help so, much so many people. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. I really do. Well, thank you. Well, let me close us in prayer. and. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for just this time that we've been able to talk about Cole and just his life and and how this book that he wrote when he was 10 years old has just exploded and just blessed so many people in such a positive way. And that when they spread this book, it's spreading your love and, and the love of Cole. And I just thank you for Sue and all those people who are working so hard to help many people with scholarships and and just to learn how to read and to be excited about it and continue to bless them. And Lord, if there are people that are listening today and they're kind of going through a hard time, we know that you're going to comfort them. Let them draw to you and so you can comfort them because you are the God of all comfort. And we thank you for that and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2024, all rights reserved. Jesus the center